At one time or another, most retroactive jealousy sufferers have the feeling that they wish their partner's past was somehow different. They wish their girlfriend hadn't dated some idiot. They wish their wife hadn't done X. They wish their husband had never been in love with Y. You get the idea. At some point you feel like you wish certain details of your partner's past were very different. I can certainly relate to this. I felt the same back when I was struggling with retroactive jealousy many years ago. And the good news is there is a way through this feeling. And so in today's video, I'm gonna share six tips for how to get unstuck from wishing your partner's past was different. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So please note that a lot of these tips aren't action-based per se, but it's really about changing your perspective, different things to keep in mind. And above all, this whole video really is about choosing different perspectives and focusing on what you can control rather than what you can't. On that note, my first tip is to remember that you cannot control the past, but you have absolute control over your perspective on the past, over the story you're telling yourself about what the past actually means. Remember that the past has no inherent meaning. We are the ones who make meaning out of the past in the present. And thus we can tell ourselves whatever story we want to about the past and our role in the past or our partner's role in the past. We can tell ourselves whatever stories we want. We can choose whichever perspectives we want. The most miserable people in the world are those who spend the majority of their time trying to control things that they can't control, worrying about things they have no power or influence over, rather than focusing on what's actually within their sphere of influence. The events of the past, the events of two minutes ago, anything from the past is 100% outside of your sphere of influence. But what is always 100% within your sphere of influence is your perspective on the past. So my second tip is to identify the exact story that you've been telling yourself about your partner's past. What is the narrative in your head as it relates to your partner's past? And is that serving you? Is that really what you want to be carrying around with you in your head? What are the adjectives you're using to describe the past? What is the feeling in your body when you think of your partner's past? What is the baggage that you have associated with your partner's past? Remembering that the events of the past and your perception or the meaning you make of the past are two separate things and you can change this whenever you want. So once you've identified the story that you're telling yourself about your girlfriend's past, or your wife's past, or your husband's past, or your boyfriend's past, once you've identified the story that you've been telling yourself, you can start coming up with a new one. And by the way, when I say story, I'm not saying you should go around deluding yourself. I'm not suggesting you should lie to yourself and just make up all this fiction. Of course not. But there's a very good chance you're telling yourself a story about the past that isn't necessarily helping you get where you wanna go. You're probably focused on certain people or events or details that are really holding you back. And there's another avenue that you could be focusing on, a different story that you could be telling yourself about your partner's past that is gonna get you where you wanna go and that is a lot healthier for you to be focusing on. My third tip is a bit strange, but I hope you'll bear with me. Think about the benefits that you're getting out of your current story. Think about the benefits you're receiving out of staying stuck with retroactive jealousy. If you're absolutely perplexed by this question, I'll, I'll take a minute to clarify. Human beings respond to incentives and whatever position you're in in life, you are receiving some kind of benefit out of staying in that position. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in it. To give a classic example, many retroactive jealousy sufferers stay stuck with retroactive jealousy, in part because this is acting as a barrier. This problem is acting as a barrier between them and their partner. Many retroactive jealousy sufferers are scared of truly loving someone, truly being vulnerable with someone, truly opening their heart to someone, 
And thus the problem of retroactive jealousy acts as a pretty good excuse to keep their partner kind of at arm's length, at least a little bit. Often there's some experience of fear underlying retroactive jealousy, and this fear serves to create intimate distance between the sufferer and their partner. So if there's a part of you that's scared, a benefit of retroactive jealousy could be that retroactive jealousy acts as a good excuse to kind of keep your partner at bay. This is just one example, but try to be honest with yourself and think hard about any potential benefits that you're experiencing as a result of your current circumstances, or maybe as a result of the story that you're telling yourself about your partner's past. My fourth tip is a classic, you probably knew this was coming, but think about the butterfly effect. If you don't know what the butterfly effect is, it's an idea that I believe comes from chaos theory. The basic idea is if any one tiny, 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 minute little event in the past was different, it affects everything that follows from that. In a very real sense, if any aspect of your partner's past was different, any aspect, there's a very, very good chance that you would have never been with your partner. Now, I realize you've probably heard this from other people, well-meaning parents or well-meaning friends saying, oh yeah, but if they hadn't met that idiot, then they wouldn't know how amazing you are. You've probably heard some version of this story before, but it can be a good thing to sit down and think hard about, realizing that every event in our past has an impact on us, at least somewhat, moving forward. If I hadn't had some of my past relationships, there's no way that I would have been ready, in some sense, for my current relationship. And that's just a fact. Your partner is likely no different. So think about the butterfly effect and realize that if you value your partner, if you value who they are now, if you appreciate them, if any aspect of their past was different, there's a very, very good chance that they would have never even come into your life to begin with. My fifth piece of advice is to remember that you don't necessarily have to love your partner's past. I think sometimes retroactive jealousy sufferers make a mistake in being a little overambitious with this idea where they wanna to come to this place eventually of loving their partner's past. You don't have to love your partner's past. I think that's okay. Obviously, if you go up to a random person on the street who's never heard of me, who's never heard of retroactive jealousy, and you ask them, excuse me, sir, like, do you love thinking about your wife's past? He's probably either going to punch you in the face <laughs> or give you a really confused look because obviously no one likes thinking about their, the woman they love or the man they love with someone else. That's okay. I'm not saying you have to come to a place of loving your partner's past, but I do think your life will get a lot easier and you'll have a better chance of saving your relationship if you can at least come to some place of acceptance. And I think the road to that place of acceptance involves in part what I mentioned a moment ago regarding the butterfly effect. Remembering that you don't have to love the events of your partner's past, but you need to remember that in a very real sense, they led your partner directly to you. My final tip is gonna annoy some of you, but I don't care because it's true. The past doesn't exist. This moment right here of you watching this video, this moment that's passing by so quickly, this moment that is entirely ungraspable, right? Like what is a moment? Time is always passing. So a moment is kind of that split second. It's not even a, a second. The briefest period of time possible that is always fleeting. That is all that exists. This moment of me talking into this camera with these two lights shining on me, and this is all that exists. You watching this video is all that exists. Now, I know you know this, but retroactive jealousy likes to kind of confuse you and tell you otherwise. Retroactive jealousy, at the very least, likes to make you feel like the past is present. Likes to make you feel, on some emotional level, like the events of the past are actually happening now and they have some impact on you now. So naturally, cultivating your ability to stay present and to ground yourself in the present moment is going to go a long way toward overcoming this feeling of wishing like your partner's past was different. And in general, it's gonna go a long way toward helping you overcome retroactive jealousy. So you probably know what I'm gonna say. 
Try to incorporate at least some basic meditation or mindfulness practices into your life. I guarantee it's gonna make a big difference. And if you want a really easy and simple way to get started, click the link in the description of this video for a link to my guided meditation series. I've put out hours and hours and hours of guided meditations designed specifically for retroactive jealousy sufferers. So if you're having any difficulty staying grounded in the present moment, I think you're gonna find my two guided meditation series very, very helpful. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.